Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arms, and Chad Middle. Man, I'll tell you one thing. I am not Dave Chappelle. Do not turn my headphones up. That was just painful. My headphones are cranked up way too high for music. Ah, mine's are mine's good. I can barely mine, hear you. Like, kind of cut out. It's I almost like mine. we get too high. You're like a faint voice in the distance. Ah, I'm that's probably relaxing with that too. It's probably nice, <laughs> calming. So we're on Twitch again. So Twitch users, hello, uh, people that don't use Twitch and actually listen to us on their commute. Hello. Hello. Uh, what's going on? Well, was I not here last week? No. No, we had to roll with the lamb. You were, what he, he really doesn't want that to become a thing, but I want to be like, 967 the lamb. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Well, I mean, he, he grew up he grew up on a farm. He probably heard that a lot. Yeah, well, he probably did hear that a lot. It was probably much more painful mass, though. He was like, no, no, the trick is you put their head in the fence. <laughs> Holy crap. It's like Letter Kitty. Like, no, no, now to do an ostrich. You, gonna, you know how many it's men it take, take two to, to hold an ostrich? Terrible. Allegedly. You need that on your sound, fancy new uh, soundboard over I do. There. Just a little, little Lambo. All right. We, we've got a comment from the audience that I don't know what it is. What was it? Let's take 25% off that squirrely day. Oh, God. <laughs> Take about 25% off our squirrely, Dan. Uh, better patter. Let's get at her. All right. So, today we are just, we're going to spitball. There's a lot of stuff going on in the league, mainly Cream Hunt signing with the new team, a quarterback getting traded. Uh, what else? A There's backup like quarterback more getting things. traded. Backup quarterback, Joe yeah, Flacco, getting yeah. traded. Joe Flacco, as much as I bash on him, starter quality. Let's just Let's just say that. I mean, I, I bash on him, but he's he's starter quality, and then he's a Super Bowl champion. Over the last three seasons, he has like the exact same stats as Case Keenum. As Case Keenum, you're, so, you're right. I mean, actually identical. It, it was you, I. You didn't go backwards on that one. Yeah, you just didn't go forward, didn't you? See, I think you did. I think <laughs> you did not go. For you that went far for, You went forward just based on the experience. The experience, because but, but Flacco, the stats, stats at, any, at, any, at any point that you're in the game, man, we got into this quick. We had no no start to this show. Hot topic. <laughs> at any point of the season, Joe Flacco has been there before and most likely won from that spot before. Case Keenum has never. Just not recently. He just hasn't won recently from that spot. Well, I mean, When's the last? It, it boils down to this. You have a team that could possibly play themselves into the playoffs. You say, you say you don't have a quarterback, but we've got two on our bargain rack over. What will you be having, sir? Some Case Keenum or this nice 1994 Joe Flacco? Neither. I'm going to say give me Joe Flacco. Like, uh, why would I listen, choose Case yeah, Keenum? Not, not for the money, off though. Off the shelf. Not, not, for, the, not for the money. What is money it? doesn't matter. 20 plus mil a year. Do you think the money matters I, I to the Denver, Denver Broncos? No. Denver. The Denver Broncos, <laughs> the, the, bim, the Bimbo Broncos. I mean, it's got to be, Basically I, I would are. guess, one of the top... Probably seven most valuable teams in the NFL. If I was a bet man, I mean, they're all capped by this. No, I'm, I'm just saying the money doesn't matter to them. It doesn't. I don't. I don't think it does anymore. But it handcuffs them to every owner in the league move. is like 94 years old. And he's what is he going to take it with him? 
Correct. I mean, I mean, you you know, your Super Bowl window is closing pretty quickly if you're 92. Well, his is the, right. The Broncos, not so much. No, but ultimately, who loses the money if they overspend? And, well, I mean, it I comes the old guy. They don't have a comes whole lot out of the old guys on that offense. So, I mean, I'll give them credit. Like all the skill positions are uh, rookie contracts. You know, yeah, in the backfield, yep. you're not paying anyone except the offensive line and your entire defense. Yeah. I mean, you do have to kind of invest money over there but eh, you're right why why not spend the money but then again again it handcuffs you to another trade possibility in the future why do you want flacco keenum and another guy on your team keenum will be no you got to get rid of keenum yeah you have to give him sixth here's the thing joe flacco doesn't lose football games what? He's he 21 ju- and 21 over the last three years. No, 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 no. You're, you're he loses saying. exactly half every he's other He's not the reason he that they're losing, though. He did from the game. Uh, he, he ain't the one. Hey, Niddles so back. He, he solely won all 21 of those games. No, okay. but I'm saying that he he's not the reason that they're so losing. He's an average quarterback. I'm just the guy smiling in the corner. Like, <laughs> I love the confrontation. <laughs> it's like the freaking mouth I'm, MMA I'm trying to here. bring up the his damn stats. Like everybody, hey, hey, twenty-one and twenty-one. Hey, family show. Last no, I just I want to like I'm thinking touchdown interception. Family show. Is he is he throwing the? He's not Nathan Peterman. It's like one and a half to one. It's exactly Case Kinnam. I mean, same guy. Who cares about situation? I mean, it, it, you talk. About- are you trying to tell me experience doesn't matter? Yeah. Because year in and year out. <laughs> we, I mean, yeah. Patrick Mahomes year, threw 50 touchdowns last year based on zero okay, experience. Okay, and, and, so and then when experience mattered against a more experienced quarterback, almost every time against someone who's an elite-level quarterback, he's lost. But Patrick Mahomes beat almost every experienced quarterback that Did he, he came up against He, lo- he lost to uh, golf. He lost to... Well, one more year, but he lost to uh, Tom, Tom Brady, Brady twice. That's it. Experience matters, though, Chad. I'm not listen. I understand. Don't believe it. I understand Tom Brady's on different. <laughs> he's he's on a different talent level. driven league. But he's he's also one. He was one and one against Philip Rivers as well. Right, but I mean, your top five running backs. That's a different year, position. Years less of experience. Your top. Your top. I, I would pay money that Niddle watched The Devil's Advocate before coming to this episode. No doubt. I would pay money. Uh, oh, experience. Nah, it don't matter. Experience well, don't matter. Yes, yeah, so that's exactly what I'm saying. Maybe we Great expanded family. the argument way too much, but uh, when you get down to it, two terrible quarterbacks are two terrible quarterbacks. Whether you have more experience sucking or less experience sucking. That's what she said. You're still terrible. You're, you're just an average quarterback, so... To me, they're an eight and eight at best team I, under Joe Flacco. I think Joe Flacco is an above average quarterback. Mm. On that team. Better than Keenum. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to Case Keenum. Just, I, I gotta <laughs> stop Keenum's there because my, my, my argument's getting real shaky later right now. I'm gonna hop in. <laughs> he's he's an above average quarterback. How there's how many active quarterbacks in the league have Super Bowl championships? Like five? <laughs> don't like know. five? How many are based on what I'm Joe Flacco? Their defense, their their defense riding them there. One Joe Flacco. Joe Joe Flacco. I'm gonna hop into this bouncy house real quick and separate <laughs> you two toddlers. This is this is the only thing I see wrong with this. Nick I Foles saw won a championship. He didn't have any experience. Oh dear Jesus. He barely even played it in the regular season. Trent Delford got him one too. So anyway, <laughs> there's actually nine active quarterbacks with a with a uh, starting they started a Super Bowl and one. Hmm. Flacco's one of them. More than I third, third of the league. Third of the league? Yeah. So experience doesn't matter. <laughs> 
Just oh, one, one third of every guy has the experience of winning a Super Bowl. So that argument. Okay, out the okay, but Ben Roethlisberger, Drew Brees. Uh, so Aaron Rodgers. That Tom Brady guy. Joe I'm, I'm going down the list of last year. Uh, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, of Brad course. Brad Johnson. <laughs> Nick Foles. Joe Flacco, Trent Eli Manning. Dilfer. Actually, maybe, right, maybe Eli, Eli might be worse than Joe Flacco. Yeah, and he's, 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 he's still starting quarterback barely, in the NFL. Barely. Two-time <laughs> Super Bowl <laughs> MVP. But listen, here's here's where the Ravens could have got it wrong. Not the Ravens, the Broncos. The, the one thing I read as soon as the trade happened was, and this pretty much takes Denver out of contention for drafting a quarterback in round one. I'm like, what? Why <laughs> in the hell? The Ravens literally just did that. Yeah. <laughs> You do not bring in Flacco and be like, yeah, we'll pass on quarterback in this draft. Hold on a second. I mean, in this in this draft, yeah, it's easy to do. No, you you do you got you do it two years in a row if you have to. You've got to take your shot. Joe Flacco has at least three more years of being a terrible quarterback in his tank. Like exactly, easy can ride him for the next three years. It's do you want a rookie quarterback developing behind Case Keenum or Joe Flacco? They (laughs) need to draft a a quarterback. (laughs) They have to draft a quarterback. Neither. If there's one thing we do understand is one of the, the greatest quarterbacks of all time has no freaking clue when it comes to picking up quarterbacks. It's like, all right, I hit on that Manning guy. <laughs> it's like he's one? going for a type. Like Paxton Lynch looks like Brock Osweiler looks like. It's like, oh, man, but he's tall, dark, of, and handsome. But after that, it's like... Man, all these guys look like it, Joe Flacco. How about this? Let's go out and get Joe Flacco. That one guy was 6'5", six, yeah. six, and, and, and he was a stud. You know what? Let's go taller. Let's, go, <laughs> maybe let's see if we can get anybody taller than 6'5". Or maybe he's like, you know, obscure areas. Like, oh, Brock Osweiler. Where was he from? Like, Boise State? Or was that Paxton Lynch? Paxton Lynch or Memphis? Memphis. One of those blue Tiger Brock, teams. Brock went to like Arizona State. Yeah, Arizona. like all oddball teams. And then it's like, oh, Flacco from Delaware. Ooh, Delaware. Blue Hen. I believe national champion, wasn't it? Blue Hen can get a Bronco where it needs to be. Champion. He's a winner at Absolutely. the D2 level. You know who's not? Josh freaking Rosen. No. Yeah. You know who's not going to be starting next year? Josh, Josh freaking Rosen. I don't know. Do you, do you guys think they take Murray number one overall? I I, I don't think I, I don't think I don't, so. Like they pretty much come out and said no. Well, yeah, Will that's of course there? they're no, they're not going. I mean, to have yes. the first. I assume they have the first pick of the second round. I Could did hear. Probably, I did hear not. that Kyler Murray signed with Kingsbury's agent. He did. Yeah. So if you read between lines, there, if you believe in that crap, then maybe that's something. I but. I don't. I don't. also said we're not taking a quarterback pick one. Well, so, I, and I think it's the right choice to not take one of these quarterbacks with the first overall pick. Agreed. Yeah. Take uh, if, if, agreed. Joe, 100%. Uh, Got to get back to Joe Flacco's current contract. Again, we kind of established it doesn't matter, but still, next three years, $19 million, $20 million, $24 million. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's so so we, we can go down the oh. list of players that make more than that. <laughs> Matt Ryan, <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger, Andrew. I mean, literally every quarterback above him makes more than that. Miami paid Jay Cutler $10 million last year. This is a bargain getting Flacco. This is a straight bargain. Are you saying that seriously? No. Okay. Not at all. Just making sure. It was just a testament to how terrible Jay Cutler is. I did see something, so, so, something in regards to, uh, to uh, Kaepernick. Him went with the twenty million, and it was uh, Tom Brady money for or, or, uh, 
smoking Jay Cuddy talent. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Tom Brady much. money for Jay Cutler talent. I'm like, ooh, Ke- that's bad. Keenum versus Flacco. Got to give you the completion percentage. Both at 62%. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. It's uh, identical. Uh, it's scary. It's scary. It's identical. But but you also have... Quarterback rating, 82, 84. I mean, just you gotta, identical terribleness. Got to take one thing into consideration. Keenum had Demarius Thomas. I'm not saying Demarius Thomas isn't washed up because it looks like he is. But he had Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, Philip Lindsay, Philip Lindsay, Royce Freeman. Well, and I'm talking about receivers. So Cortland Sutton. I mean, he had the tools there to succeed, and he didn't. Joe Flacco's got like Jaleel Scott. I'll, I'll get. I'll he's, give it he's, that. He's got like John Brown. When Joe when Joe Flacco was good, it was with a Hall of Fame wide receiver and Steve Smith Senior. Steve Smith, Correct. Senior, the, one of the fastest, most dynamic wide receivers of all time. So. Well, all right. I, I I hate it on Flacco enough, but he never has had. I mean, it, this per, the, the prior, situation prior to him, like his best receiver is what Mike Wallace. I mean, uh, I, Willie Sneed this past right, year. Talking about after yeah, Steve yeah, Smith. yeah. I mean, ever and, since uh, even he before, I think he had contract. Steve Smith like a couple years before Steve, or excuse me, Wallace before Steve Smith, and then Sneed, uh, Smith came in and obviously took over because far superior. But then again, it wasn't a bad wide receiving core last year. I mean, it wasn't ho- it wasn't great. But I, I tend to yeah, one of the Brown brothers, Willie Sneed under the middle. Uh, you under, had Michael Crabtree, isn't bad, and Michael Crabtree is a solid wide receiver. He had tools last Let's year. Let's also realize Joe tools, Flacco didn't lose his job because he wasn't winning. He lost his job because he got injured, and they brought in Lamar Jackson, and Lamar Jackson was winning. And they won right. games. They yeah. weren't changing anything. It's like, yeah. you know what? This isn't, this isn't, this experiment's not failing. Let's continue with it. And they needed that to happen because they weren't going to do it with, that, with any other factor. Like, they were just going to stick with the blue hen. But as soon as he got hurt, they're like, oh, this is what we're missing by keeping Flacco in the game. Just a little bit. Oh. Just talking about game-breaking ability. Yeah, everything. I mean, just a fresh quarterback that's not just stale. Like, Joe Flacco's stale as hail. All right. Like, he's just – but maybe this will reinvigorate him. We, we've seen it happen. Kurt Warner, I mean, there's, there's instances That's where a whole different animal, brother. It is. I'm just saying. Say, you're talking about a, a – Rich Gannon, a, Brad Johnson. There's instances where old veteran quarterbacks go to a new team, get a little new life, a little rejuvenated, and they actually – Look pretty solid again. So does it work? That, that, no, that, that, that's the underlying. Fact. I don't Do think you it think works. it'll work. You don't think? No, it'll work. I don't think it'll Are work. Are they a I'm giving them the team? That, that's well, all I want they're to not say. a playoff team because they've got four losses day one. I mean, you play the Chargers twice and Chiefs twice. Chargers are not invincible, though. I, no. under, I understand Neither that. Are the Chiefs. But Joe Flacco doesn't make the Broncos that much better. They, no. He makes them competitive with the Chargers. So now you're telling me that he's good. I mean, experience matters, Arms. It matters. No, it doesn't because the Chargers have more experience <laughs> at quarterback. There, there we go. Uh, there we no, go. No, I'm just saying they're not invincible. But they're, the Broncos are more of a defensive minded team now. Yeah. Does it work? No. Chargers. I still say eight and eight. Outside looking in, I, I think similar to last year. What were they last year? Seven and nine. I think that they're. Broncos? I think they're a borderline. Yeah, they're they're, they're, bo- they're their fight's going to be for that second wild card spot. That's my opinion on it. it has to be. Has I, to be. I do, I do think the Chiefs are your obviously ten plus win easily going to win that division it, next year. Wouldn't shock me in the least bit. Chiefs win Super Bowl next year. Six and, six and ten Broncos. So close. Yeah. One game off. So close. So close. I didn't Experience want to give them the matters. ten loss season. But yeah, they're not gonna go. They're they're not gonna flip the 
the script and, and so, have so we can all moments. agree even though it wasn't it's not like you know getting the platinum edition but it's like going from 12 karat gold to 14 karat gold all right all right yeah. like you did you did better you just didn't do that much better all right you're gonna go you're gonna go eight and eight two yeah. two ends better we've used this analogy a lot but it's like going from sam's choice to like premium select <laughs> which right. is the kroger's walmart thing if you don't have a kroger's in your area it's like going from it's just Kroger uh, uh, no, to Loves. <laughs> Those are both premium brands. Get off of it. Huggies suck. Yeah, well, we were Loves family. Yeah, exactly. So were we. That's why I brought it up. Going from high life to changing butts. Uh, it's like I, it's I like going from, from it's like going from Bush to Natural Light. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Now you're relating to there me. There we go. Bush, Bush to Natural Light, and obviously you prefer Natty. So Joe Flacco, it is. It's like there going go. from NASCAR to Major League Baseball. It's like taking out a, a chew of kayak and putting in a a, 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 a grizzly wintergreen. It's like no. going from Rocky Three to Rocky Four. <laughs> <laughs> it's like going from the one where the Russian beat the guy to the one where Apollo Creed dies. Same Is movie, that, I assume. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like going same, from okay. New Kids on the Block to 98 all right, Degrees. All right, all right, all right. We're done, we're done, we're done. Let's go. Let's move on, move on, move on. on it that way. Tell me why. Tell me why Arms Arms is our, our low voice He never he never comes in He's always that. just like Enough malarkey guys Back on topic Don't want to sing anymore yeah. Go to the next topic Let's talk ah. about something That actually matters See there Kaepernick goes. getting money Trying to say that Friggin Who? pop culture Don't Kaepernick matter getting money no, That's irrelevant <laughs> he's, right. he's not in the NFL um, And if he wants 20 million dollars a year He's not going to be In the NFL You're not You're not paying him You know Top third level starter hey, money. To- is he better than Joe Flacco? Listen, that guy don't want to play football for twenty man. million dollars. Who are you taking he, on your team? That he, guy don't want to play he, football. That's what I. That's what I think. I don't think he wants to play football. No. I think there's the issue. He's, he's still yeah, in he, the public eye. He's still got a voice, but he don't have to play football now. And he still gets. Paid. He's kind of like Joe Flacco going to a new team. He's like he now has his money and he's in a new situation. He's back in yeah. the public eye. He has this opportunity hey, to make make lives. One matter. thing you can respect about Joe Flacco: the guy bet on himself and won. Waited for his contract, waited to extend his contract, and won the Super Bowl that year. He's like Kaepernick's, like Miley Cyrus. Like I'm pretty good, but I'm gonna do some crazy shit to sell records. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do nuts for a year or two. I'm gonna sell a bunch of Listen, records. I'm not gonna go into I'm gonna do a show grand my performance Anything. with Robin Thicke and, and nothing but like a Tyson chicken looking oh, outfit. And, yeah. God, Tyson. bad memory. Welcome to the analogies episode. <laughs> Tyson chicken's delicious. Yeah. All right. Anyhow. So Flacco, you had a topic. Are we in agreement it's not gonna work? I, I mean I think I, I think it's an improvement, but eight I just, ago I, just I, said it wasn't gonna I don't work. think it's enough of an improvement. I do think it I think it's the right decision. But like, I'll be honest with you. Here's what I'm gonna say: If you're gonna make a trade, call the freaking Giants because Eli Manning is a better quarterback than Joe Flacco. Got my fingers crossed that this will work. But Joe Flacco may not work. But you know what's gonna work? Teamwork. Niddles like, I've never heard that. I kind of like. I want in. I was hoping you did it a second time. It's umi zumi. I, what's I gonna work? Know. I think so. Teamwork. I'll, I'll tell you what, right. what's gonna work. Hey, turn, do me a favor, there, teammate. What's up? We turn my headphones up. Turn my oh, just a smidge. Oh, just, I, I want to get excited with there's, you. There's Chappelle. 
Can you do it? Yeah. Yeah. Better? I, I, I can hear better now. Dave That's Chappelle great. won a Grammy, by hey. the way. For, for his Netflix special, Converted to Audio. Won a Grammy. Best comedy album. Way to go, Dave Chappelle. Is this an analogy you're doing? No. Okay. I was just... So what's going to work? The Dave Chappelle Teamwork from is the, the early 2000s. It's, it's the Wonder Pets, by the way. Wonder gotcha. Pets. Wonder Pets. Which We're is on the, our way. easily the worst show for children I've ever seen. Disagree. <laughs> So you want to move over to Antonio Brown? Where's he going? What's your favorite landing spot? Nice transition. All right, all right. I thought of that. Did he handle it right? No. Did the, did the Steelers no. handle it right? I, what, Antonio what Brown. It? Feed me, arm. Feed him. He got caught like he it on my face. Soak it. He liked a post that said Ben Roethlisberger's a rapist. Stoke the fire. <laughs> well, I mean, is it Ben Roethlisberger a rapist? I, I don't. I, I don't know. I like means I, like yes. He I, I don't know, but he he liked that post. I'm like, oh my god. Arms look. Facts don't care about your feelings. All right. Experience don't matter. He's just liking a fact. All right, Shapiro. <laughs> I see what you're doing there. Oh uh, yeah, I went there. But, but go ahead. Did he handle it correct? No. No, right? he he didn't handle Why? it correct. He didn't handle it correct from like midway through last season. Because all right, you want out. You go to the management. You go to the ownership, and you say, listen, I want traded. Don't don't put it out in the public eye. Like first off, if, if in my memory, Antonio Brown was literally the only wide receiver that's ever got fat paid by the Steelers. Fat paid. They paid him a lot of money. Premium. Yeah. Okay. For premium production. It, but it, no, absolutely. He was paid but, according to his production. But they got similar, not Antonio Brown level production, but similar production out of several other receivers before him that yeah. they never paid. They just like, all right, yeah, Plax, see you, see you later, bye. Bye. Emmanuel Sanders, see you later. Emmanuel Sanders, yeah, Mike Wallace, bye. No, I mean, I, I know. But they're all the number two. I understand to that. To this band. No, some of them are number two to Heinz Ward. Right. But they they never fat paid Heinz Ward like they did Antonio Brown. Paid him enough to keep him there. Heinz, he, he was he was for life. Mexico too? Yeah. Okay. But, but the thing is, I think he's not that great of a teammate. That's my issue. Agreed. I think Antonio Brown. He's a rapist. He, he's went straight to that whole Terrell Owens level of diva at this point, and it's frustrating. And that's going to be a turnoff for a lot of teams because at the end, like, he's going to, someone's going to pick him up, but is he going to be the answer for that team? I don't think so. I don't think so because at this point, I feel like he has, he knows what he is, and he's great. There's no doubt about it. He is a great wide receiver. Yeah. He, I mean, he is approaching Hall of Fame level, and I, I don't doubt that one bit. But he's approaching being a team cancer. So does that go into your favorite landing spot for him, like a, a spot where he can be the guy, where he is the he, focal point of the pass? He has to where, be. Do, where does he fit in there? Where, where's a landing spot that would make him happy, but also that make the team happy? Like the results run, the results will have to run through him. Yeah. Uh, so uh, San Francisco is, bang, is the that, first that's mine. team that comes to mind for me. You run the four, he he would be the number one. But he he'd be the number one on most yeah. teams. Garcon's yeah, gone. You're right, but Not but, he was but he'd be head and shoulders the number one. Number one. He's the number one there. on 25 teams in the league, though. I get that, but clear upgrade. Absolutely no. You know, there's no ju even a Juju. There's not even an Emmanuel Sanders caliber receiver there. Like he would be the man. Alongside the uh, your boy George George Kittle George Kittle down the middle, so all right, w you guys like him in uh, San Fran. I, I like it in San Fran. I, I it, like it allows them Jimmy G a comfort blanket for Jimmy G uh, coming back off the ACL injury mm -hmm. and and just makes sense for a lot of reasons. But 
uh, okay, a young team. Kyle very, Shanahan very, can support a guy like Antonio he, Brown with that offense. He can be fed. He can, but there's nobody else to take targets. I get that, but, they, but can they handle who to, Antonio Brown is as a person? Can is that, he, can is, that, he, is he who we think, we, you know, is he that guy? Because there's, like. there's a lot of stuff coming out of Pittsburgh. A lot of stuff that's starting to change my tune on Antonio Brown. I, I'm thinking he might be in the right in wanting out of there. Bang. I mean, you, might you've, got, you've got Ben Roethlisberger when he takes the ball away from people. It's like, man, sometimes you got to take it. Because that's what he does. He just takes it. Takes what he wants. I mean, there's a lot of weird stuff going on in Tomlin, Pittsburgh. And, and Tomlin to seems come, to have Ben's back through and through. So no one else comes, comes down to Tomlin for me. Like, the Tomlin owner? is kind of the Let issue. Let me ask you the something. Though, what's the issue with Antonio Brown in Pittsburgh, though? What was his issue? It wasn't winning. They they won no, they, until they, this last they, year. They, they win, right? It's some I don't sort get of underlying factor. I don't, don't get the really ball know. enough with an all pro running back or in an, another you know all pro caliber wide receiver. What is your problem? Where are you going to be happy? Because you're not going to win at most teams, and the, some other teams that you are going to win at, you're not going to be the main point of that offense because they don't need you if they're winning now. San Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco. And, and but he's stuff, not going to be winning in San Francisco. That stuff you just mentioned, though, too, is all media speak. He's not, you. You don't hear Antonio Brown saying these things. Like and it's frankly, coming. It's slipping out of like the team headquarters into the media. But like, I'm starting to believe there's just a lot of crap wrong in Pittsburgh. And Antonio Brown wants out. He thought Lev Bell should be paid. I know me and Arms were on one side of the fence, and you were on the complete other in the right. But, but they took one of his buddies and one of the best players on the team, and basically said. But P- they, piss off! This is but, Ben's but, team. But Pittsburgh also proved that they didn't need Le'Veon Bell via yeah. James Conner. But they didn't make the playoffs either. <laughs> it, it, thank I, you. I mean, there's going to be in, there's going to be the, Bell. the production the was no different. There's going to yeah. be rumblings in the locker room did that they're like, the if they, I mean, yeah, did not make the playoffs. You don't think his players are talking about like, man, if we had Lev this year and if Antonio was happy and ownership and and coach was all Super up, all up Ben's butt, maybe we could have been a good team. Absolute like Super Bowl contender. So all right. that nucleus. I, I, is I, a I'm Super just Bowl saying contender. there is. I think the spot that tension. makes the most sense for Antonio Brown is New England. Oh. No, I don't want him there. I, I don't think he has that big of a character issue. Like I, what I wanted to circle back to is, I agree. Didn't handle internally players. Uh, uh, He's going on Twitter and asking people where he should play next. You don't even have that call, man. But in the, <laughs> I mean, but against the fan, I mean, he, he kind of did it right to the fans. I mean, thanking them, thanking them for the nine best. You don't have. You, I mean, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't mind the way he handled it. There's you don't have a no trade clause. You know, <laughs> there's some underlying factors, and frankly, players like Antonio Brown, outspoken players in this league, do not get the respect of the media, and it's never going to okay. funnel down to the common fan. I'll buy that. So, to me, I, you can't you can't label Antonio Brown a cancer, a Terrell Owens level now. cancer right now. I think he has put you know two to three elite level years I left, agree. and can get along with the team and make them better, and bring players along with him, develop players with him uh, in the right situation. That's why I think he goes to a younger team. That he can make better. That's why I think San Francisco makes sense. But also another team out west. I mean, Seattle. Seattle's sitting there needing a wide receiver. And he fits their mold. They need someone who can get open. Also extend plays with 
Russell with Russell uh, Wilson. So a lot of his money was made on Ben Roethlisberger extending plays. I like that. Go, not the same quarterback, <clears throat> but they extend plays. In, I got in one thing to add. They're that. not the same, but they do a lot of things. Like just if you watch the game film, you're not going to say, "Okay, that guy's just like that." They're not even comps. But both of them are hard Extend to sack. Yeah. Both of them, they if they hang on to the ball a little bit too long, it's because they're breaking a tackle and getting outside. Like you're, I, I agree with you 100 percent there. Two like, things: the the anti argument for the Patriots, the Patriots take Pro Bowl top flight receivers and do very little with them. They take who? above average white what, guys. What, the Patriots. Tell me what Pro Bowl wide receiver they got outside Randy Moss, who by the way has a single season Pro touchdown Bowl record. Pro Bowl level. How many guys have they brought in the New England that aren't like above average short white guys that have been successful? I mean, I'm asking who the Pro Bowl wide receiver they brought in was. They brought in Gordon. It didn't work out. I'm not talking. I'm he was Pro good, Bowl. Though. He was good. He's he just has his own personal. He issues. was good, but it, they won a Super Bowl without him. I think even the Patriots know like we don't really need Antonio Brown. Right. They don't. I, they're they, not going to take on the baggage again. Yeah, like they got. But if he doesn't have the character issues, what are the what's the baggage? We're, we're speculating. We don't know that he doesn't have the character issues, but we don't know. I, I, here, here's my thing. I think I think a team like New England, I think a team like uh, New Orleans, both of them have the we can handle if if there's a little if he's got a little bit of diva in him, we can handle that because we have a strong organization. Okay. Quick report when you I'll tell you I'll tell you a place I'd love for him love to see him go though. Not not like the anti Homer pick here. I'd like to see him go to uh, Kansas City. Yeah. No way. Too much there. I mean, a lot of, I, lot, they believe in Sammy Watkins. A lot of young contracts, though. A lot of young people out on that team. Tyreek yeah, Hill kind of does a lot of the things Antonio Brown does. Not as good with him as, as Antonio is a natural receiver, they're, but a lot of the same things. They're not going to bring in. I disagree. Uh, Antonio Brown's a better across the middle type guy, which like, that's, that's Travis Kelsey's territory. I get that, but. I, they're, I they're not going to bring in a supposed headache after just getting rid of Cream Hunt. They're just they're not going to go in that direction. I'll give you one more. I'll give you one more that I, I think is realistic. And, and that's Green Bay. I mean, wanting wanting another receiver. I'm, I'm they, down with that. They experimented with three freshman wide receiver, rookie receivers. None of them panned out. They they're missing a slot guy. They're missing a, a Jordy. They're missing that piece of the puzzle that can take pressure off of Devontae Adams and give Aaron Rodgers a break a, a a security blanket over the middle, like. I think that makes sense if he wants to go into a winning situation. I know they didn't win last year, but Green Bay's a proud franchise. They're one superstar away from being a Super Bowl contender in all reality, I, if Aaron Rodgers is still I, at his uh, I, level. I tend to agree. I'll tell you another great spot for him, and I know that you mentioned the whole T.Y. Hilton, or excuse me, the Tyree Hill, but Colts with T.Y. Hilton, pairing that those two together, T.Y. Hilton's deep threat. I mean, he is basically just a downfield guy. He has some, you know, route running ability, but he's a, he's a deep ball guy. To get a good route runner like an Antonio Brown, that would be a big move for the Colts. If yeah. Le, if Le Bell gets his way and goes to the Colts, I, you could very well see Antonio <sighs> Man, that, Brown follow him there somehow. Honestly, that, like they're the new odds-on favorite. Yeah. Now, quick quick thing to add to you saying that uh, Ben threw Antonio open or Ben played around the pocket long enough to get Antonio open. He played around his pockets. A played lot. around his pockets. I guess Actually, there was I don't a think report. that was the problem with Ben. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> Bathrooms. There was a report hmm. that said that Antonio Brown freelanced all of his routes. Like after he finished the route, he ran around and expected the ball to get thrown to him. He would like he thought so that he's, he could, he's he Julian was, Edelman. 
Yeah, he yeah. And I guess sometimes he'd break off his route and Ben the team claims that Ben had to be very careful and I guess 10 of his 16 interceptions went when thrown to Antonio Brown on the freelance place. So I mean or to I, where he should have been on the regular it, yes, route. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I mean there's there's just so much crap coming out of Pittsburgh but if you don't that, know if what that, to believe. I was going to say but if that's the issue that is somebody saying I know better than what my route is. I know to, to yeah, do something that's better. that's what I'm saying. But, I'm going with that being said if we watch Julian Edelman you're like that 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 is not a traditional route. What what does he do? Oh he's open though. He's open. Okay yeah. And Tom yeah. Brady delivers the perfect ball. Yes. Uh, I, I just I, I, I struggle to think that Antonio Brown's going to be back to that top five level I agree. without and a Hall of Fame level quarterback. So Jarvis Landry production decrease into the uh, I don't no, I don't know about all that. Well, I, I mean comparable. I think if you're just comparing not like as far of a drop, but a good yeah, ten, a like, ten receiver, a ten slot drop. Yeah, yeah like ten, 10 less ten. receptions, yeah. maybe three or four Ooh. less touchdowns, something like that. I mean, you're talking Jarvis Landry who finished what? 25th from 20th, 25th. I mean, yeah. he was he was down there a, a good ways. But, I mean, Jarvis Langer, I think, the year before was kind of a touchdown surprise. Like, I think he had eight yeah, touchdowns. Yeah, he also catches – he caught, what, 110 balls a year before that, though? Yeah, but he still caught a lot in Cleveland, surprisingly. Does he I go think to your the Raiders? touchdowns weren't there. The Raiders. Do the Raiders make sense uh, for Antonio I, I would Brown? like to see it. it. I mean, as long as there's no character issues, but, hell, I'm Raiders fan. When do we ever care? You know you'd be excited. You know I just said I'd like to see it. I mean, when did I ever? When did the Raiders ever care about anything that involved a character? Uh, you'll be you'll be tooting the uh, he's a great teammate band uh, on that bandwagon. I'll buy his damn jersey. <laughs> I'll buy his jersey. I'll, hopefully he takes number seven. Give me seven. the AB Raiders Hopefully jersey. he takes number 17 so I can put Brown over my Denarius Moore. <laughs> <laughs> one other one other spot you know, why it hits my mind why not carolina why not carolina no great receivers down there you got another guy who can extend plays fun would be a fun atmosphere with cam and ab on the same squad I mean, can't say it'd be successful it'd be fun to watch i want to give a little uh i mean he as, major, as i said he's he, two of the biggest personalities in he, the game he's a he's an upgraded all but like five receivers in the league i mean yeah Every place is a good landing spot for Antonio Brown. Right, but I'm just thinking devoid of talent. Devoid of talent. See, I, don't know that they, I don't know that they are devoid of talent. Oof. Now, they're devoid of an Antonio Brown-level talent, but yeah. I wouldn't say devoid of talent. Like I think that they're trying to build a different way. They, obviously, they're not going to try to build through free agency. That's not what they've done in years. Mm-mm. They're trying to build through the draft. But it only takes one great free agent signing. You're right. You over the top. You're right. And they're and, three and, years removed from the Super Bowl, so... I'll buy that. Bang. Let's do a little uh, which side do you want, courtesy of uh, Dynasty Trade Calculator. Which side am I on? Which side are you on? Dynasty Trade Calculator, uh, one of our uh, good friends of the show, provided their Dynasty Calculator for us. What would you rather have, Antonio Brown or Kenny Galladay and the 110? (laughs) Kenny Galladay and the 110. Galladay in the one ten or Antonio Brown? Give me, a, give me Antonio Brown. Are you crazy? Give I don't me, know where he's give going. Me Antonio Brown, wherever he goes, is going to be okay. better. Re- the reason Galladay. I asked is they got it almost dead even. Thirty eight point eight value on Antonio and a thirty nine point six on the one ten in Galladay. I don't care if he reason goes to the Dolphins. The Dolphins. <laughs> I would take Antonio Brown. I trust two to three years of Antonio Brown production, even falling out, falling me, into the t- around ten. Give me Galladay one ten. Holiday 110. I just don't believe that Antonio Brown's going to be 
Yeah. Top three, top five, maybe still. But I mean, he's, I don't. I could see Galladay in his situation getting approaching that level, though. Especially if they get Case Keenum. Man, I'm winning this league. Next, oh, what league? What <laughs> league are you winning? The Dynasty uh, Drink Calculator League. I don't even think you play in a league. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so are we done with AB? Very true. All right, we're done with AB. All right, let's talk about Why? something. The- Kareem Hunt, Kareem Whoa. Hunt, and Chubb Kareem versus. Hunt. All right. Oh, you want a dynasty trade calculator that up? Sure. Just out of curiosity. I hate the signing, but you, you know it's going to go Kareem Hunt's way by a landslide on that. I don't know that. I don't know that. I, I don't trust that Kareem Hunt's going to be the actual starter even on that roster. He's not. Year. So, like, so let's, like he let's has say, to earn a spot. Right now, you take Nick Chubb 100% of the let's time. Let's say in theory. You're crazy if you don't. Let's just say in, in theory that they, that they and I don't think it's going to happen, but let's say in theory they oh, give Kareem God. Hunt. Kareem Hunt's value has bottomed out, but you go ahead. Keep in theory, going. that they give Kareem Hunt a time served, so to speak. Uh-huh. So let's say they both start week one. God dang, thirty six point five to eight point nine. Oh. Chubb. So what are you saying? They're they're both one A one B on that offense. Yeah. Okay. One and one A. In the what are you saying? Who do what I who do you, you take? Who do I, I still take Nick Chubb. I don't. I don't Chubb. care. I just. I, I'll take Nick Chubb so, and what he's done in so that offense. So Kareem Hunt absolutely makes a Duke Johnson expendable, irrelevant. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm going to actually. I I think that they are very similarly talented. My opinion. I must be the wrong one. And and you're you're giving credit to Chubb there. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think they're very similarly talented. I I don't think Kareem Hunt is an elite level of talent. I don't either. I think that they that they are in the top easily, both top ten talent in the league. Hunt's right below. They're not. They're not in that top. To me. Yeah, they're not in that top two or three to where you're like this. Is, you can't. I don't think anyone's making the argument right now that Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt are the best running back in the league. I, th- I think Kareem. I think that Nick Chubb has a chance to be the best runner in the NFL. Not overall fantasy player. Not. The best overall running back, the best runner. A I th- chance. I, I think he's still going to be behind natural running backs Zeke. like Zeke. It was Zeke's Zeke the first one. Comes but I'll give you that. Not too far behind. What 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 we do when we extrapolated his numbers? If he played like fifteen hundred, sixteen hundred yeah, I mean, yards. He was a fourteen hundred plus yard back when you extrapolate the numbers. So I I can buy your argument, Barker. Uh, I, I wouldn't want to test it in a trade. We'll, we'll put it that way. Here, what do you guys think of Pro Football Focus saying that run for run, touch for touch, he was the best running back in the league last year? Talk about Kareem Nick, Chubb. Chubb, no, absolutely no, he's laughable. Not. That, that's absolutely a joke. laughable because I don't. Saquon I don't. Barkley was electric with the ball in his hands. Zeke fed nonstop. No, Alvin Kamara is way more elusive. I mean, the top five running backs all have something better. Than the best of at, what Nick Chubb does yeah. in everything, and, and it's not like their second best trait. Nick Chubb's better than me. Like Saquon's more powerful. Yes. Zeke gets more volume. Alvin Kamara is more versatile and shiftier. I mean, he's just not on any other better levels. pass not catcher. Better. I think pass all of them are better pass catchers than Nick Chubb. Christian McCaffrey. There's his his one of. It was on as Chubb. a runner. I, I'm just saying as a runner. I know you're I, bringing up all kinds of like other stats and like all right. You I, know, I, Alvin Kamara can break it to the I'll, outside I'll and catch a long ball. That, off the no, top of my head, I'm going to go Saquon Barkley, Zeke, Gurley. Uh, I'll still Kamara, say Alvin Kamara is a better runner than and, Nick Chubb. I mean, that's just kind of real quick off the top of my head. I mean, maybe fifth. 
And don't get me wrong. Here, here's what I'm getting. I like Nick Chubb, and I think he's the better running back per the situation. He's a better running back than Kareem Hunt. I'm going to go as far as saying that. I think if I'm going to pick anyone, I will reluctantly take Nick Chubb, and that's only because I'm afraid that Kareem Hunt is going to end up in a lot of third-down work that, unfortunately, he is a better pass catcher than Nick Chubb. Mm. And and you, you have him on, on the field whenever you have the, you know, we don't know, the, the second and four. We don't know, are they going to run, are they going to pass? Kareem Hunt is a, is a more viable back for situations like that. Whereas if it's it's first and ten, all right, give him Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb's more explosive than Kareem Hunt. I think he is. I just don't think that he's as versatile as Kareem Hunt. And my thing, the whole most I, I, naturally I, gifted runner, I, just, I, I don't buy it. Now they're going based off stats. Just to throw one last thing at you, I'm not right, sitting here saying not sitting here saying Chubb is the best running back in the league. I'm saying there's things we got to there's, there's there is stats and picks that we need to look at here's the reason are we going big playability no 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 no. he's three for 105 or whatever no nothing like that give me give me some true running grades on him yeah it's not like oh he had a few good runs like that's alvin Kamara. alvin Kamara gets tackled behind the line more than nick chubb And, and this is this is what this is getting at like per play yards after contact per attempt 4.47 yards best in the league Avoided tackles on rushing attempts, 44, best in the league. Rushing yards on attempts gaining 15-plus yards, 463 yards, best in the league. Like, the guy runs the ball. Nothing fancy, nothing flashy. You know you're getting more on each carry than you are with any other back. I'm just saying that's their argument. I'm not backing that up. But Kamara, you know you give it to him, and you're getting Barry Sanders-like production. You're getting – and that's great. Don't get me wrong. You're getting 30 you're, yards or minus four. You're getting 30 or minus Good. four. I, like mean, I, will, I will take the uh, the Browns offensive line over the Giants. So it, I, I guess what I'm guessing the situation play. matters a lot because at, when Nick Chubb came into play, he had a better quarterback than a lot of teams in the league all of a sudden. That, that, stuff, that stuff matters with Baker. Yeah, it, it does. I there's just obviously make, just some making truth. The case. There's obviously there's obviously some truth to that there, argument. And, and I'm not sitting here. T- once again, if Kareem Hunt is not on this team, I'm taking Nick Chubb in my, probably my top five. I want to clarify this. I think I love Nick Chubb's talent. I just I hate the situation that they oh, signed Kareem Hunt. Like I think that kills Nick Chubb's value. It does. But are you scared to draft Nick Chubb now? Or in the top as a top buy? five running back? Yeah. Yeah, you you shouldn't be scared because you should be getting them lower now. Yeah, so you're I, getting a bargain, and then if Kareem Hunt is shipped off, you cashed in, but it could go the other way right, too. I, I'm still buying shares. Of I Nick am too because I don't believe the Kareem Hunt thing. That's more of a let's get him okay. In so so, so let's say that they're that they're both effective. He, he's a trade trade ship later. They're both effective. Let's say once again, in theory, that they give Kareem Hunt a time served, right? And they say you can play week one. Not going to happen. But let's say in theory. And hot hand happens, and it's Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt breaks for 15 yards on his first carry, and Nick Chubb only gets five yards on his first carry, which is good, which is good. But Kareem Hunt, all of a sudden, you give him the next carry, and he gets five yards, and then the next carry. And then all of a sudden, Kareem Hunt's taking over the damn game, and Nick Chubb's relegated to the sideline because the hot hand comes into play. We see this in fantasy all the time. Hot hand means if you have two running backs on the same team and they're playing the hot hand, you don't have a running back. Right. But I think the You're big question roulette. is, is that situation going to happen? 
is Cream Hunt going to be on that team, or is he going to not be suspended the whole season? And are we going to get a chance to see that? It's only a one-year, $1 million deal. But to, I, to, I, to side with you, the part I worry about is hometown, let's Cleveland. Also, let's He's al- from Akron. Let's clarify yeah. something else with Nick Chubb, or John excuse Dorsey. me, with Cream Hunt. Cream Hunt now has something to prove. Yeah, he's going he to wants chip to, on He shoulder. wants to prove his character issues are gone. He's going to be the he best punter in the league. He wants to be the best teammate out there. And he wants to run harder than everybody. This is his last opportunity. Yeah. Until he creates another one. Unless he's traded. Right. Yeah. But he has to create, but he has to create the opportunity. Yeah. He has to be effective by creating the opportunity. Right. So, I, I mean, I, I I think Nick Chubb is a better running back. I'm, I'm going to go, go with that. But, but his I, value is it has took a hit. It took a huge hit. Huge hit. I mean, who, who, honestly, so real quick, just to kind of run it down, who, who, who are you taking this year above Nick Chubb? Obviously, Saquon. Gurley, Saquon, Kamara. Zeke. Zeke. Now, you know, which I but, think but we were before, before anyways, but it's clear cut. It's no before, argument. And then then who? Like, we're probably talking Le'Veon Bell, right? I mean, you can make an argument. Depending on what team he goes to. But, who? I mean, who else were you taking just, prior to that? Who else were you taking above Nick Chubb? Completely dependent. It's completely dependent on if you believe the Kareem Hunt hype. But I mean, I, I could probably run through a handful. I mean, you could go Joe Mixon, throw Joe Mixon in there. Yeah. Did you mention Christian McCaffrey? Oh, that, I didn't. The, I didn't. Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. Obviously. I mean, you can make an argument for a lot of guys. James Conner. Yeah. Right. But uh, I think a lot of those guys were David ahead of Chubb Johnson? before this happened. I mean, he, you could make an argument for Marlon no, Mack if you no, really wanted to. My thing is. If you believe that he, it's going to be a timeshare. I'm saying whenever I looked at before the Cream Hunt signing, and you say Nick Chubb is probably going to be drafted around pick five to eight it, running back wise. You know, you're, you're, some wide receivers are going to come off for him, of course, but pick five to eight running back wise. And now all of a sudden, I feel like he's dropping from pick 12 to 15. And that, that, that sucks because but, I think he's, he's got the talent to be in that five to eight range. I don't know that he was ever five, eight. I mean, eight would be pushing it for me. Not for me. McCaffrey, Saquon, Gurley, Kamara, Zeke. James Conner, Melvin Gordon, David Johnson. There's eight right there. I take him over David Joe Johnson. Mixon. I take him over Joe Mixon. No, not not now. No, before. I'm talking about before. Okay, before. It's still you, debatable. Then you have our, Dalvin Cook, I mean, coming back. Nah, I mean, there's good. still, it, it, for all those players. There the, were eight solid ones. You're not taking Nick Chubb over Melvin Gordon. You're crazy. You're no, not going to make can't. that argument against I, me. I, I made I, a I trade, have, but. Who'd you say right before Gordon? Because I would have had Gordon above the other guy. James Conner? Yeah, and that's right around where I would take Nick Chubb. It would have yeah. been a difficult, situation, a difficult pick. I'm, right. I'm looking at Chubb in this range that you just spoke. All those running backs you mentioned, I'm going to take them ahead of Chubb. Ten. Before and it. now. And that's Ten. nothing to do with Chubb's ability. Has everything to do with pass catching. I mean, we don't know that Chubb's going to be the main pass catcher in that offense, especially now. But if Kareem Hunt is? What if he... Uh, what? If Kareem Hunt's the main pass catching out of the backfield, all of a sudden he's that much more relevant and that's that many more times he's on the field than I don't Chubb. want him on my fantasy team unless he's cheap. But yeah. He should be cheap. He's not. He's not. No. He's not cheap at all. I got turned down for 107 this year's draft for Cream Hunt. Ooh, 107. I offered 107. It's straight shot down. I'd have taken that. 107 for Cream Hunt. Yeah. 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 Give me 107. Actually, offered it to the Nick Chubb owner and the I really Cream Hunt. Fantasy football. Yeah, it, it's a it's a league that I, that, that uh, my team's awful. <laughs> 
What's up on the docket, man? I can't take any more Kareem Hunt talk. I'm just a, I'm just Chum? afraid of spending that capital and getting nothing. Like getting just nothing. Him going to a team and like, oh well, he was really good on the Chiefs. All right. Yeah. All, right. All right, Kyler Murray. You want to finish? You want to wrap one? Let's, Do we already talk about let's, Kyler let's, Murray wait, or wait, was wait, that wait. pre-show? <laughs> we did a little, but I don't want to talk about Joe Flacco again. <laughs> For, listen, until listen, the listen. season starts. Right, but I, I do want to talk about how this shapes the quarterback market. Like how this changes Case Keenum's landing spot, Tannehill's, uh, any free agent quarterback that might be worth a darn. Where do these guys go now? How did it change the draft a little? Did it change it a lot? Like I think it changes the draft quite a bit, just because the free agent market this year for quarterbacks is terrible. Yeah, I mean, no, it's one of the worst we've. When you but, just named Case Keenum and Ryan Tannehill, two guys, I they're just not write even free up, agents yet. I, I'm just I'm speculating. Right, but, but a lot last, of the guys that are free agents are pure backup quarterbacks. I think you're going to get some of these guys trending upward. I think I just mentioned Kyler Murray. I think he is a lock for a first round, first round pick. Dwayne Haskins, lock, first-round pick. And then I think you're going to have a couple uh, combine darlings even float up there, much like whenever uh, – I was going to say Will Greer. Will Will Greer is going to float up there. Daniel Jones. I mean, you can go up with a lot of guys that are going to float into that, much like uh, uh, the draft about four years ago when you had four four quarterbacks who are no longer playing in the NFL – uh, that, end that, up at first round top. There we go. That's, that's my. That's the question. And that was, I think, the 2012 draft. Yeah, EJ Man, the EJ Manuel class with uh, Christian Ponder. It was, it was so bad. All, it was the, the worst. It was god awful. God awful. But I think you see that this year because of this. And don't. Flag but do you, but if we look at this year's draft class, I don't think Kyler Murray is an NFL quarterback. I just don't. I think it, it's not about arm talent. It's not about mobility. It's about size. And I think I, he can I, prove the haters wrong. I hope he does. Yeah, I, think I hope can. it does because I actually like the kid. But he's he's a tiny little man. I mean, if you are a running quarterback in the NFL, size is your is your benefit to your benefit. You have to Game be news. big. You know, it, to be a small running quarterback, the limit. We've seen at this point is kind of Russell Wilson, Tyrod, yeah, and Russell Wilson's a different body type, really. If you look at it, he's he's a thicker guy than a Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's more, um, oh shoot, Tariq Cohen, you know, size wise <laughs> and really elusiveness. Uh, he's more of a Tariq Cohen than he is, you know, a uh, a Russell Wilson. Can I see that working in the modern NFL though? As we I can't, get, like I I don't know. Like Patrick Mahomes is so good outside the pocket and throws some weird arm angles. But he's and like he's six a foot. He's like play. six foot three he's though. He's three. a big guy. I just see I see Kyler Murray doing something crazy, crazy good right, so, in an offense that is conducive. Let me ask to you this. Talents. Let me I ask mean, you this. That's, that's what the NFL is about. Is a Making it conducive to your talents. I mean, the, was, the Browns were better with Baker Mayfield because of his ability. Well, he's just way more accurate than Tyrod Taylor. But all the quarterbacks preceding him are just po- pure pocket passers. But let me ask, let me ask you this though. All right, would you consider that's my hands? Okay. <laughs> would you right. consider Johnny Manziel, aside from his head caseness, a success in the NFL? No, no he's terrible. Okay. Probably the probably, probably the closest comp to Kyler Murray. 
you know, elusiveness, et cetera. Yeah, so was I, Baker I, I, when I, he no, came no, out. No, 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 he's not. We it, said he wasn't Baker. We said he was, but the, the comparison was still there. Like any quarterback that looks anything like Manziel is going to get the Manziel call okay. from now on. It's well, just going to happen. I'm going to go. I'm going to keep going on this. So, do you think realistically? With his ups and downs, do you think Michael Vick was a true success in the NFL? Yes. Yes, I will I will say Michael Vick was a successful NFL quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. I think he was ahead of his time, to be I honest. I agree. Yeah. He just he was just like I, now listen, don't put him in don't, a modern spread. Yeah, but don't take this to the bank. He was very Dan Marino like as far as like what he brought to that team. Listen, let me finish. He didn't he wasn't Dan Marino as a passer. Obviously. He had the talent. Clearly. He was, he was that generational talent that Atlanta's like man Michael Vick was awesome when he was here we just didn't we never gave him the team to win a Super Bowl it, but he was awesome so, but what quarterback or what coach in the NFL is willing to revamp just completely change his entire offense to suit Kyler Murray Cliff Kingsbury I mean Kyle same Shanahan. teams that drafted quarterbacks. You're telling me this. You're, 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 hold on a second. You're telling coaches. me this, but when has Cliff Kingsbury had that that mobile of a quarterback? Yeah, Patrick Mahomes. He's a coach. You don't That's draft not even the close. same kind of quarterback every time. Like, oh man, let me try but, my prototypical. That, John Elway made see, that, that mistake. See, that's where you're wrong. Because that's where coach, you're the wrong one. Because I must be the wrong no, one. No, that's where you're wrong. Because coaches always draft the same guy over and over again that they were successful with before. They yeah, tried it. They try. They tried to repeat what they were successful with. Cliff Kingsbury was successful with Patrick Mahomes. There is nobody like Patrick Mahomes in this year's draft class. Nobody. I disagree with that statement 100. percent Like you don't draft the same guy every time. But that's what I, we see. No, you draft. You draft talent. You draft talent. And, and uh, an example: the 49ers, Montana, and Steve Young. And Steve Young were nothing alike. Nothing. Both alike. accurate, fired up passers. That's what you're supposed to be in the freaking NFL. You but have, they, their games the were minimum, nothing alike. That's the minimum comp. Yeah, <laughs> you got to be NFL worthy. Minimum, I guess. Hold on a second. Qualified. We only draft NFL qualified quarterbacks. Let's also let's also clarify something <laughs> else. If, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that a different coach drafted Steve Young versus uh, Joe Montana. Same they, they, made, they made it work with both. I'm just saying. There's but but look at the coaches. Flacco to. Lamar Jackson. I mean, they they draft. You you are right there. Oh bang! You are right there. Oh bang! <laughs> Look at Barker for. We the haven't win. seen that experiment. We haven't seen how that experiment plays out yet, though. Alex Smith to Patrick Mahomes. He List didn't. They did not on. draft Alex Smith. They brought him in. Who like that coach should have been like, nope, he's not my kind of quarterback. I need someone like Mahomes. Get me but, Marcus Mariota. But he is, can't, can't remember but the predecessor to Russell Wilson, but it wasn't Russell mm, Wilson. Nothing like him, I don't think. Uh, it was Matt Hasselbeck. He was no. right, but Complete but, a, but also opposite. But let's realize Pete, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. <laughs> both <laughs> of them are mobile. Pete Carroll was <laughs> was not the guy who drafted Matt Hasselbeck. I think you have to be mobile in the NFL. You have to be able to at least run. A little I'm going to go ahead and disagree with that. The Super Bowl Tyler winning quarterback can't try, tie his shoes and chew gum at the same time. By God, he can pretty, deliver a damn pretty ball on third and ten. Every damn oh, time. Every damn. damn time. But but to go back to Kyler. I, were we even on Kyler Murray? We were. How did we get here? We we just arms took us there. Arms took us there. Take we were, we were on, on me. Take on me. Take me on. Take I kind of like this song. Arm success. At analogy. Jeez. 
You've let him have it. You let him have it on that He'll be mad at me for a week. I'll be able to get you to respond to a text before arms next week. Unlikely. No, probably not. Uh, Most likely not. I I respond. No, I just I just don't. Before the show, I'll be I just there. don't think I Kyler Murray it. is the <laughs> just, is the guy. I think if you draft Kyler Murray, you set your franchise back three years. Oh, I like him. God bless. I like him. Dwayne Haskins. If, if we're still doing this crap in three years, guess what? We're gonna find out. We can go back and play this because I don't think he's the oh, answer. Is it better? I remember time? how we got here. I remember. How, does Joe Flacco change the landscape, the quarterback landscape? Right. And I wanted to throw out Bridgewater and Foles. You got to keep them in mind. And that's what I was going to get to next. You guys tell me. I think that all of these veteran quarterbacks, the Keenum, Tannehill, Bridgewater, Foles, these guys go to start for teams with a rookie holding a clipboard, and most of them are going to lose their job Eventually. sometime in 2019. So who goes where, and what's the rookie behind him? Just now ah, that Flacco... Man, that's so, so specific. Now that... Just, just toss it out there. Now that Flacco is gone, I, I've so all, who, who's so the rookie let, let, in Denver? Is it Drew Locke? I've all, no, I think Joe Flacco... I don't think they draft quarterback this year. No, oh, they have to. I already... Not in the first round. Not in the first all, round. I already stated all four of those guys are backups to me, including Nick Foles, who's a Super Bowl, one of the, your Super Bowl winning Super quarterbacks. Bowl MVP, yeah, I don't I'm believe in Foles. Uh, like, I think they're all backups. To me, Teddy Bridgewater is the most talented. Agreed. I agree. But I don't know where he goes. I don't like Teddy Bridgewater a lot, but I do agree he's the most talented. I, I think Teddy Bridgewater could end up in Miami. He, 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 Miami. If you thing. want a chance to play, go to Miami. Miami it, needs a absolutely. quarterback talent. Obviously. If he ends up in Miami, the the best thing that can happen, the best is for them to get Dwayne Haskins. I would I would be so happy with that. And that's not sad. Similar, I mean, similar quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, arm talent, not mobile. I mean, you're, yeah, both, and both of them are a little bit more similar. And I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I that they have similar. I, I was a coach. Yeah. I draft some similar quarterback. Injected to my system. Let me ask you this: We how, need a how game ma- manager. Because I ain't changing my system. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to say Bridgewater, and I'm going to go Haskins. I think he slides a little bit. Miami's high enough to grab him. Denver. I'm, I'm still going to go with Drew Lock. I don't think it's a smokescreen. Round two, Drew Lock. Round two. I think Drew. That? See, Drew Lock's one of my draft darlings. He's he. I think he has the best arm talent in this draft class. Like pure. Power, velocity, being able to j- throw it downfield and shore routes. I think Drew Locke's going to be a draft darling. End up as your Christian Ponder of 2019. Who you guys thinks in Jacksonville? <laughs> Jacksonville. Jacksonville. They're not going with Bortles. They're not going with Cody. I, I actually think that they that they just get another trash quarterback from Florida. They they Ooh, can end up. I think that's highly possible. I don't think I that's honestly, where he goes, I honestly but. think that's where he ends up. They are committed to a quarterback in this draft, though. And, and, and to me, give me Kyler Murray to Jacksonville. Ooh. Why not? I'll pin him there. I'll pin him to Jacksonville. If he does, if, if he goes to Jacksonville, I'll be honest with you, out of the quarterback needy teams, most likely spot to succeed. I think Foles could be ahead of him in Jacksonville for a few games. If Foles Murray. God, you're going to go Foles Murray. In Jacksonville. Completely different quarterback types. Why oh, would you do what that? What the heck am I doing? How's he going to learn from Foles? Man. Are they drafting Foles? Somebody no, bring just me out another of curiosity. Portals. I'm, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Next. <laughs> Next. All right. All right. What does Oakland do? Do they keep Carr? Yes. 
You're not gonna. You're they, not they've gonna, com, they've committed. Whether it's the right lot. decision or not, it, that they've committed to Derek Carr. Your immediately QB needy teams are are limited to Miami and Jacksonville, Washington, Washington. Would I don't think which? they're immediate. Like it depends on Alex. There we recovery. go. Alex, like Alex Smith is, is a good NFL quarterback. You want to give me Alex Smith or Joe Flacco? I take, take Alex Smith. Alex Smith's gonna miss at least half the season. They're saying like all the other so teams. Got, they gotta bring in someone. someone. See, like, I, you could say Arizona needs a quarterback, but they I agree. just drafted one. You could say the. Jets need a quarterback. They just drafted one. I disagree with the Jets. I actually think they're fine. I do, too. But I, 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 I'm just saying, I don't see a whole lot. All the other places where quarterbacks are needed, it's Philip Rivers' replacement, Eli Manning's replacement, those types of situations. It, I, so that's where... The Redskins, though. I, I just don't think they draft a quarterback, to be honest with you. Not not early. So not yeah, early. I think that's where Tannehill goes, and I think you see a Will Greer or okay. Garrett, see, I, Garrett Stidham uh, what is it, as like uh, a developmental Jake guy. Jake Browning? After that, that's where I would have put Jake Browning. Okay, but I, I I like Tannehill there. He's he's an upgrade to whatever trash. He sucks. They, do they the suck. Thing. Match made in heaven. And by the way, Will Greer, if he falls a little bit, excellent replacement for Philip Rivers. Great replacement because of the same guy. Wow, he made sense on something. I I totally. I think he's, I think he's just going big, with that. Big, big arm. That. Big arm. Good accuracy. I thought yeah. Will Greer had a little bit of a weak arm. No, Wilger. He took PEDs in college. Dude. Yeah, Wilger's juiced up. He can he can sling it. Pretty sure every review, every scouting report I saw on Will Greer was not the strongest arm. I'll, I'll because read, he's I'll because check. he's That's not right. uh okay. he, he's not Dwayne Haskins or fact uh, check or who's the other guy? Who's the one you Drew like? Locke. Drew Locke. Yeah, he doesn't have the NFL arm compared to them, but he still has an NFL arm. Like I, I I'm not scared. No, of I just saw one of his big knocks was like not a big arm, not not. A, you know, listen, not okay. So bottom, bottom half of the just draft drew, has struggled to drive the ball downfield, yet wide open offense, very successful down the field. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm cool. I'm cool with I'm fine, as an I'm, NFL. I'm fine with Will Greer. Peyton Manning didn't have a big arm so. mm, to begin his career. Yeah, I, don't think, I don't think it was huge. Laser rocket arm. Was it 3,800 yards? I mean, the guy, the guy can throw the ball downfield. Will, Will Greer is perfectly fine. We ran arms out. We did. We finally did it. Yes. We can finish he's, the show. He's gone. Now it's, <laughs> Him and his hot takes are, are out of here. <laughs> we don't even know what to do now. What do we do? I don't know. Go to uh, the next topic. Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show. <laughs> I'm Bark. Uh, <laughs> just knit to, beside we me. We literally ran out of topics right there. I, oh. I was, I was kind of done. Arms just got up and he's like, yeah, I'm out. There's nothing else to talk about. <laughs> How'd you think? What'd you think about the AAF debut? That's a good topic too. Like, what does the AAF do for the NFL? Is it a developmental league? I, your developmental league is the NFL. They develop talent within their own rosters. I agree. To me, the AAF, the AAF is nothing more than trying to gain, gain traction, support, support fan support, just trying to make money. I mean, it's just a sideshow. To me, it's not it, even it, minor league baseball. Did you like, think? It, did you watch it though? Yeah, it was. Do you think it looked good? The ta- the talent gaps were way oh, too yeah. wide. Oh I, yeah, I they're, turned they're it off. Wide. Like you don't have teams on the same level now. Maybe maybe you get a couple of these teams that blew other teams out, and you end up pairing them together. You get good games, but who cares? Like there was I do. there was one guy on the entire thing that I cared about, and I can't even think of his name. The Bama running back. Oh, Trent Richardson? Trent Richardson. That was it. No, I watched the games and thought, like, the way the quarterbacks were getting hit, 
uh, some of the just some of the plays the the refs let them play. What do you think of the AAF? I enjoyed it. The talent gap is huge. <laughs> the talent so, gap among te- to me, it was like d- watching a WWE on a football field. Oh. So <laughs> it was not. It, it was not real Can football. You smell what Trent Richardson's cooking. Here's what I'm going to say. I actually had this uh an argument with a coworker of mine about what where the AAF comes into play in the in the grand scheme of things. The Alabamas and the Ohio States and the uh the, the Clemsons of the world are putting out a better product right now than some than the AAF. Okay? And it's Most really likely, yeah. It's really not close. I mean, they are they would beat every AAF team by double digits. Okay? The the question that how does the AAF play in the XFL coming up and you know some of these other leagues coming up how does this play into like dr- taking guys out of high school and how does it play for you know feeding the NFL because talk about as a developmental nothing, league yes nothing's right now <clears throat> excuse me nothing is competing with the NFL and nothing's going to compete for several years we're probably talking legitimately if ever fifteen to twenty years if ever. Nothing's going to be, but there's a piece of the pie for someone. Yes, so I I think that the AF is good for someone who can't make grades in college, honestly. But I I also don't. I mean, never know their name. Yeah, but but also let's think about something. How many players were really that good that never could make it because they could never get through college? There's, I'm sure there's a lot. I think most of the players on those teams are still college. Yeah, they're just Pick college guys that got drafted though. You're just saying that's it's that's yeah, the I, forte. Of I, it. I, I, th- I think I think that's where that that's going to go. Now, here's the issue I have. Or if how do you there there's not a lot of kids coming out of high school that can play with a guy who's Four years out of co- or out of high school. They're, That's an entirely different human being. It's ludicrous to think that a high schooler, a 19 year old, could go play professional football, even on a semi pro, a minor league level. Like it, it's just ludicrous to me. To me, it'll never gain traction. It's unsustainable. It will never have the revenue to sign a big name. You'll just have guys like Trent Retcher. You're only going to get NFL flameouts. Period. I think, it, and that's why it'll be guys that are trying garbage. to get back. In I think somehow. it would be. I, I, I wouldn't even say that. Just don't have. Would rather do that than a real job. I think and, it'd and be a great D league if if they did that. No as, one watches as the D league. I think that's what they I don't think, televise I, the D league. Yeah, they actually do. No, I think, no one watches the D league. Nobody watches it, but they do televise. Here's it. what they need to do because obviously the AAF and the NFL have a connection, right? Yes. I mean, they're airing the games on CBS NFL Network. What if the AAF had access to every player's practice squad? Every NFL team's practice squad? Every as, NFL as team. Signing just, those yeah, like, you know, oh. you, your team could go sign someone off of the practice squad of his team. And unless his team does something about it, you know, that's just that. What if the AAF has access to the practice squads and there's terms written? So it's literally like they're, they're, they're uh, you know, $200,000 is equal to. NFL's four hundred thousand dollars. Like, there's terms there that make it possible for them to sign players off of I, NFL practice squad. So I, I'm fine with that theory, but it's football. The NFL needs players who are good as backups. I period, agree because people get hurt too much. Like baseball. Adrian Peterson nine, was a practice same, squad player. Yeah, no, not Adrian Peterson. Excuse me, Aaron Foster. Right, and all I'm saying he doesn't here, need to go risk injury. The, a team's not going to go let him risk injury, in my opinion. Just to, just to 
but they're they're making. I mean, legitimate. I, I don't know the numbers, but it's like what forty grand to be a practice squad player. Yeah, it's not much. And if you can make, let's say, a hundred thousand dollars to play in the AAF, it's it's not going to happen. It's not going to have the it's not going to have the sustainable revenues to do that. Uh, here's where I'm getting with that. The NFL, another, it, it's 2019. The NFL is becoming flashier and flashier and flashier, and they love big stories. The opportunity to get a big story of like this guy was on Jacksonville's practice squad, went to the AAF, blew it up as a quarterback, signed back with Jacksonville, and you know, oh, heartwarming NFL story. Yeah, Matt, they, they want one of those, but, I think. But whenever they leave that practice squad, do are they do they still have their rights owned by Jacksonville? I don't know. That, that, I'm that's just talking well, hy- in, theoretically. In theory, on the, yes, because it's my well, it'd be like the Memphis team is the triple A. The minor league team of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, so we're we're going to the problem I have is is there going to be thirty two AAF teams? Probably not. No, that's the only way it'd be sustainable. The like it'd have to be NFL backed. It'd have to be. It literally have to be an NFL owned team, just like minor league baseball is. Uh, the teams are owned by their. Currently, I don't see the AAF becoming. This isn't going to ever be the AFL NFL, ever. Right. No, I I agree because they can't sign players. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it's going to last. I'm just I'm looking at the possibilities. Like the, these people that start these new football leagues, there's got to be some kind of a reason in those board meetings or startups, like as to why they think this can work. The same reason people start companies that are uh, online merchants because they think they can become Amazon. Well, Amazon started because they thought that you know, I mean, there was already online merchants when eBay was huge. When Amazon came along, and there's but that was a bidding website. I mean, it's a, di- no, it's a different it. thing. I get it, but there's always something like there's not a, there's many things last la- forever. What it is is there's a business layer to it, and these owners ha- can use it as a tax write off. I mean, you you're you can lose money. You, you have the money to spend. Why not spend? I want to own my football team. Go own the Memphis whatever's Memphis Showboats. Yeah, would have been a sweet Mississippi. Man. I mean, I think if there's any time that one of these leagues could have some success, it's now when the NFL is so scrutinized. But I think when it all comes down to one it, thing, I nothing, will say nothing is the NFL. I am loving the fact that they actually let players play. The credit is nice. The, the hits that happen, like it, whenever you're putting a, a product out there, that it's not constant flag, flag, flag. Oh, he he actually he kind of grades this guy's helmet flag. That's not happening in the AF. No, and I can see that actually building that product. And it, it, as that builds the AF with less talent, no doubt about it, the talent level is not even going to be close, at, at least for ten years, at least. But if if it's more entertaining to watch, I could see the AF gaining traction that way. It won't be because there's less talent. I mean, to me, I want to watch the best of the best, and that's just not what this will ever be. Can I, be. I, th- I think we want to watch. I th- we wouldn't know the best of the best. I don't think if if one didn't exist and the other did, like. If the NFL wasn't around, like this would probably be enough because it's all it's that a better we, product. It's all that we know. But see, right now, all that we know is the NFL, and anybody coming in now is just coming in like fifty years too late. Let me ask you something though. All right, very realistically, when you watch two top level high school teams to play, top level like state playoff caliber teams, mm-hmm. are you disappointed in the product provided? Compared to the alternatives, no. Just in general, yeah, are, in general. are you are you compare are you happy with the product provided if or not? I had no, I, I see. Yeah. I'll, I'll just no, answer no. it. I have n- no dog in the fight. I just don't care. To be honest, I mean, I could watch two really good high school football teams play, 
and be like, that is because okay. they're because they're evenly matched. That is, that that is a good product to watch. Same way with two college teams, two in, very good college teams right. in Division three, in Division two, and in right. Division one. You see, Mount Union is never going to compete with Alabama, but you enjoy watching Mount Union play against UW Whitewater, right? Because they're evenly matched, and it's a good product that they're putting on the field. I did. This, That's where the AAF uh, comes into play. Real quick, I did this last time. It's like a <laughs> UFC match. You can watch two lower tier fighters fight each other in the ring and be like, man, that was one of the best matches yeah. I've ever seen. But when they step in with the big boys, they get slaughtered. The greatest match so it, in the history of UFC is Forrest Griffin versus what the heck? Uh, Stefan Bonner. Stefan Bonner. That's yeah. probably the best fight I've ever seen in my life. And those guys entertainment wise, literally Stefan Bonner flamed out like three fights later and Forrest Griffin eventually won the championship only to be knocked out whenever heavyweights yeah, actually started he was to matter. Pretty good. Not elite. Completely different though. It is, but I mean, but these that's are, what we're you, talking about. The, the thing is, you like to watch even teams, well matched up teams play one another. Right. It, that's what that's what makes it entertaining. Like I'd watch you no. and him play in a basketball game and be thoroughly entertained. But as soon as you step out on the court with a college player, you're both toast. Do, and let me ask you this: Do do you like watching Clem, or Alabama play? Yes, they're do you the like watching Al- Alabama? Do you like, do you all like of your analogies? Do you like watching Alabama play Citadel? No. Why? Because they're severely overpowering the other team. I would not watch that. But you'd love watching them play Clemson, don't you? I would you not like watch watching the them Citadel play. play. You like watching them play Georgia. You like watching them play Ohio State. You like watching them play those big Oklahomas, the, the big you similar level. my meter on this, uh, even in <laughs> All I'm saying is the AAF is, of, is not as good of a product, but it is going to be, it is entertaining. Not entertaining to me. Okay. I was entertained. We're going to have a, uh, fantasy shows on the AAF once, once that becomes a thing. What happens when the XFL comes in next year? I think it flames. Well, I mean, both of them, I think, are going to flame. But, I mean, does, <laughs> does, does, does the XFL make this one? Ain't. I think the AAF's going to – honestly, I think they've already, they're already put – To me, arena football is more entertaining than AAF. Yeah. It's a different thing. Like, I know. It's, it's more awesome. Like it, it's watching minor league baseball. No one does that. You That's probably just my do. point. No, I don't. I, don't. I love baseball. I would never watch a minor league game unless it was in my backyard, live. I watch probably it live. Enjoy it. But the only revenues you you produce are not. Ticket I'm not sales. saying it's going to be a high money thing for anybody. It's not sustainable. Period. That's what I'm saying. As long as they don't think they're all going to become billionaires off of it, I think it is. <laughs> I no, think they I have the the problem. I think about the XFL is if I'm not mistaken, Vince McMahon still plans to own all the teams. Like I don't think so. Am I, okay, I, I, might, be, I might be wrong on that. I think he's got like other investors. It's going to be a little more spread. I, I hope so, but they're still planning coming out with what eight teams. Eight teams is not a sustainable league. See, see, weirdly, I think the XFL would be more sustainable than the AF just because you have Vince McMahon money backing it. Vince, yeah, Vince McMahon has half the money of the Jacksonville Jaguar, Jaguars owner. That's one team. You're right. One team. What was I thinking? You're, you're, you're never going to watch either of these leagues because no one cares about we're, if we're not ta- If we're talking about money, money can't be the issue there. <laughs> the, the guy can barely ball. afford a good NFL team. And he's a billionaire. Let's keep this in mind. He's a billionaire. Got like three and a half billion dollars in assets, but he can't afford, you know, he couldn't afford the Cowboys. Best yeah. golf movie, Caddyshack or Happy Gilmore? Happy Gilmore. Easily Happy Gilmore. All right. I Actually, just, I'm a Bagger Vance fan. I ended that conversation. Ten cup. Give me ten cup all day. There we go. 
Happy Gilmore. Thanks for thanks for doing that. Well, yeah, see, it calmed everybody down instantly. Everybody's just like, oh man, I'm believe, going to my happy place. I can't believe y'all are on the AF bandwagon. I'm not. I, I was gonna hop I'm, I wasn't disappointed with the product. Is my no, point. but it's going to fail. I'm not opening it back up. I'm not it's going to go it, away. It, it, that sad but thing I like is, it. I think it is. I like I, it. I think I, it's it's sustainable if enough people watch it. Obviously, just like every other damn show, but <laughs> I. Would I you watch the Mass Singer or an AAF game? AAF game. The what singer? I don't know what the Mass... I've never seen the Mass Singer. Uh, I refuse to watch it. Mass Singer? Mass Singer. Antonio Brown would rather do that Mass than actually Singer. play football. What is the... Okay, we got to get to the bottom There's a problem with Antonio Brown. He'd rather do Mass that than Singer. play football. Mass Singer all day. We got to get to the bottom of this. What, the, what is the Mass Singer? What? Dude, you just got to look it up. Are you sure you're not thinking of the wedding Antonio singer? Antonio Brown was a character on the Mass Singer. That's great. Are you intrigued? No. Oh, I don't know what the hell it is. Right. Jerry Rice is a Hall of Famer. He was on Dancing with Stars. You know how many episodes of that I watched? Zero. Zero. That's okay. Michael Strahan was on like The View or something. Was you it Emma, Emma Smith, arguably the greatest running back of all time, although that argument's got very uh, wobbly legs. <laughs> he was the one. If, wasn't he on the uh, Dancing, Dancing with Stars? Stars. All right. Still you know watched zero episodes. Cast of Dancing with the Stars. Only the NFL players. So it's all mm. preference. That's what we pulled this down to. It's uh, all preference. If you prefer AAF trash football, watch it. Don't trash it's, my Max Singer. It's, Max Singer's. I gotta the, figure out what this it's, is. It's better than watching Conference USA. Mass Singer or AAF? See, Pro- I'd rather probably watch. Better than, no, I'd rather you watch, watch Conference Co- USA though I'd because they're evenly w- matched. No, because they they're at. They're good at what they do within that conference. The AF is just they're certain. just like the AF is good at what they do within that league. I'm not. I'm not buying it. <laughs> I mean, I watch football regardless. I watch two terrible teams play. I watch Shane's team play like ten freaking games for f- four years in a row, and they won like two of them. With all due respect, you ain't got much better to do. I have two kids, man. That's that's time. Can't be doing that AF thing. What were the reviews? Shane's like, we were five and five, man. And Brett's ever like, we made a run at state, so. All right. Got some, got some small fries in the studio. We decided here, I need a game of euchre. Huh. Yeah, I did it. Okay. I'm done with this AAF crap. Man, I feel like. There wasn't something else we need to talk about. Playing cards. You're in the bathroom. This concludes another episode All right, of the Good Night. Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening. And be sure to give us a review. This is where you would say goodnight. You should sign up first. Good. A little professionalism. Good night. See ya. Good night. Peace.